Hey y'all, welcome to BNT. What is the damn name of this thing? Speak for yourself! Hey you guys, it's B. Hey y'all, it's Natasha. Hey, hey, hey! It's your girl, Lady T. What's going on? Alright, today we start to watch Feminists. What is what were they thinking? You can watch it in Netflix. So, what do you think feminist is? What do you think a feminist is? Yeah, what is it? What is feminist? What does it, what does it mean to you, specifically to you? A feminist is somebody who is advocating for equality of the sexes, basically. That's what it comes down to. Equality, equity, yeah. just overall having the same stuff, being able to do similar things as men. Okay. That's what I see. A feminist is someone who supports equal rights of women. The word feminist comes from feminism, which originally meant simply being feminine or being a woman, but gained the meaning advocacy of women's right in the late 1800s. All right. Well, I, w- I would say my definition is pretty much both sexes having the same equal rights and opportunity and equality as well. We watched this movie where there, it's like a documentary about like women who was trying to get equal rights with men and how it was kind of difficult for the artists, the, the writers, the business women to get equal pay and just, you know, being hired a certain job they would like to be part of, but can't. So what you guys felt about the movie? I like the documentary. It was nice. Because um, it just went back over like, photograph that she took of women back when the second wave of feminism was starting and just talking to them about like what they were doing then and like how the wave of feminism has changed since then um so it was interesting just being able to see like their pictures from back then and they're still fighting for the same thing now so I really liked it a lot it was interesting. All right. Sorry? For myself, it was very, and like, I think it gave us the outlook of what feminism and feminists look like and advocacy for, fem, for um, feminine, what, like, you know, women's mm-hmm. rights looked like back in those days, what kind yeah. of outreach they did, what kind of projects they were working on, and how, how like, essential it was to them within their time frame, because Honestly, I don't think a lot of people or a lot of women make as much of as much of statements for for like women's rights as either. Honestly, I don't think too many people now make so much of a statement of women's rights because it's not as re- relevant as it was back in the day. Not saying women's rights are completely equal because we know that's not true. However, it has evolved for people to think that women do have some form of equality somewhere but each and every day like we see even with this president president um Biden no um Trump yeah with the whole the women's rights theme the movement that they made how they were rioting how they were rioting at the fact that he was saying he said like he grabbed the woman crotch or private parts and stuff like that like how can we select a leader for our country knowing this is the way he viewed women so I definitely think our outlooks on different things has changed I was reading this book at one point called the beauty myth 
And it talks about just how, how like women, they have to invest more into their beauty. Like, although like we may feel like we quote unquote get paid the as mm-hmm. equal as men, women still have to invest more into their beauty. And I look at it today, like women wearing lace wigs that's costing two, three hundred dollars. Yeah, maybe the men's haircut went up to about like thirty dollars, twenty dollars. That's yeah. nothing compared to a woman having to buy weave and then having to pay for it to be installed, then styled and everything else. And then it's like, you get your nails done, your feet done, you know, women who get their eyebrows done, lashes. This comes all out of your paycheck just to obtain an image to be taken serious. All of this come out of your paycheck to uphold this image just to show that you can play a part. So, I mean, I think that's the way we divide women nowadays in our modern society. Like, I recently had someone, a guy who asked me, do I think I'm a feminist? Am I a feminist? I mean, honestly, I definitely, because I am a woman, I think, you know, we definitely, that's just like saying, what's your favorite sports or what team you go for? Even if you're not into sports, it's like, you know, it's an unspoken code that you're going to represent your hometown. Mm -hmm. So... To say I'm not a feminist would be, that wouldn't be accurate. However, I'm not a part, I'm not as active as a lot of other women within women's rights movements. Nowadays, that is something I would like to become more active and involved in. But at the time, I'm not as active in that that department. But this was lovely. I think it was very relevant to that question. And it was funny because one of the ladies said, she mentioned that throughout the documentary and she this guy asked her that. And when she said that she was and she was affirmative about it, she was assertive that this is who mm-hmm. I am. He kind of changed his mood towards her. Because like a, a lot of guys trying to intimidate him when a woman knows who she is. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm on that, that path with one lady when she was like, she had to learn the hard way to speak up for herself. And, you know, because by... By nature, we want to be nurturing. We want to be making sure everybody else is okay. And then sometimes yeah. we kind of dismiss no. what people do to discard us as women mm-hmm. based on our gender or based on them thinking that we're capable, we're incompetent, we're incapable to do something because we are a woman. So it's just like, sometimes we have to learn through life experiences. And I definitely think that's the path I'm on. I remember I was in high school. I was trying to, do you think you're, one of the scholarships, do you think you're feminist? I'm like, oh, how much, how much is this scholarship is? A thousand dollars? Yeah, I was feminist. Didn't know exactly what that was. But I do think I am feminist because I feel like if you believe in like equal equality, people have, have the right to be, um, have equal rights, equal pay, equal opportunity. You should be somewhat, you are feminist. You are feminist but my thing in is a way. nowadays, how can you, how can you actually determine the, the pay? I know there are certain sites where you have to be able to see what a position is paid, but how do you determine each person paycheck so you can actually kind of compare and contrast it to a woman employee, a male employee versus That's why you whether talk to your, your coworkers. You talk to your coworkers about pay because mm-hmm. some they do not just women in general, but like minorities, they just, they lowball them. So you got to just talk to the other people who, where you work at or the person who was in the position before you just to see like where it is. Cause they will buy you. Companies will do that. They'll, they'll do okay. it all the time. 
A lot of people are putting that on the hush hush. Salaries is not something that we talk about. It's not something. Mm-hmm. Of course not. Of course I, not. Like, they actually encourage no, them. This is something that they would verbally say. Like mm-hmm. this, this is what they will convey to you. This is not something we discuss. So it's yeah, just because like they that. want you to know that they're paying somebody else way more than they're paying you for the same job. You probably even have more experience than them. So of course they're not gonna tell you, and it's and it's stigmatized so much because. They're like, oh, don't talk about it. And then other people are like, oh, why are you trying to be in my pocket? But really, people are just trying to get to know if they're, they're actually being equally paid for the same position. Because sometimes you might have more experience or a degree ahead of somebody else, but because they're white or male, they'll get paid more mm-hmm. than you do when you probably don't want training them or you got they come to you for stuff. Like, of course, you, people want to pay what they're worth, not what you think they're worth. Pay me what I'm worth. Because you will gladly play somebody who's mediocre what they're worth if they're a man or if they're white. So Yeah. That's true. I remember my my boss was saying like, Oh, you get such such extra, just don't tell anybody else. I'm looking at them kind of like, why not? <laughs> like, why 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 not? I tell everybody what I made, you know. <laughs> like I made such and such, how much you making? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so when when so when it's Oh shit! <laughs> hey B, <laughs> hey B. Um, I need you work some extra shift or extra overnight. I'm be like, are you gonna give me an extra dollar or two? Because that's the only way I will I get mean, up and that's my the bed. They don't want. They don't want people to be complaining about they pay, and then they steady gonna be having to pay people more. They want to pay people the bare minimum, and it works. And it's based off of your negotiation skills. Like you have to be an assertive and like affirmative person. Like, in general, in order for people to take mm-hmm. you serious. I know yeah. for me, within the job, I had to be like, hey, so um, are we? what are we going to do? I already came in the door and told you what my expectations were. I seen what, you know, at first you allow people to feel like, okay, you know, I know you may want to observe what I have to offer, what I can bring to the table. Okay, that's cool. Then after a while, you're like, mm, so I realized I did this and I did this. That kind of helped you and that made you look good, right? So on the back end, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to be compensated for that. And people sometimes will dismiss you and put it off and put it off. And then you have to be like, hey, you remember when we had that conversation? I mean, sometimes it makes it that it makes it a little awkward because you have mm-hmm. to be aggressive about your own money. And it's like, well, you know, I don't want it to be problematic. I mean, but luckily the people that I talk to with about it, it's like I try to ask for them and be like, you know, I don't want to come off as that quote-unquote angry black woman like uh what you doing about my money and my paycheck so it's just been like a okay I don't you know I understand it's not a problem you asking about your money you're right you know you you should never feel apologetic about that you know I just don't want it to be perceived as I'm being a little too aggressive because I feel personally like I've had to check in with you one too many times but one thing off of off of like the photos that they were taking do you think society can actually handle that kind of, because I've been watching films about art and like, you know, people being, and I know photography is just another form of art and it gives that expression of people. Do you think there's so much maturity that people can handle that? Like the way, like the one lady with the violin and she was um, naked mm-hmm. and the goal was to take it away from a woman being this object that's utilized for, um, to, for pornography, like her body is just for porn. 
So it's just like, okay, she could be free and deliberate and, you know, but it is liberated. She could be free and liberated and still it not be too over-sexualized. You can see that she has a passion for a violin. She's a violinist. Like, do you think people will honestly get that message? Mm. No. Not really. If they don't know it's the, the context of the, uh, of the piece. Even then, when I saw the picture, I'm like, oh, she's naked. Why? <laughs> like, why is she naked? Why a majority because it's of people her choice. naked? It's, it's their choice. It's their choice. When it I was watching the thing. Choice. Until and she actually defined. Yeah, until she defined what it meant to her. I'm like, okay. But, you know, if I see a naked man, I'm like, why are you naked? <laughs> so, like, what's the reason why this person's naked? Until they define why they're naked. So, I'm like, okay. Just make sure it's not around kids. I guess, like, you know, and what I um, instantly thought about when I seen that as far as her and her explanation of that as far as, like, you know, the body being able to be free, it makes you think of how within the Bible they said, you know, they didn't have clothes on at first, and then all of a sudden people put on clothes, so it's like, and it was like this free world where people were just, like, okay with themselves, and you know, like, they were all free and meant to be free. I definitely think now when it comes to the the segregation amongst women or this, <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes to this, like, the varieties of women's and figures, I definitely love the way, like, I just was reading the other day, it was like, oh, um, a big girl, she was going to get, she was going to get lingerie and she thought about, she thought about the guy laughing at Sheila. Uh, for why did I get married? It was like, what you got on? And I definitely mm-hmm. love the fact that within the modeling industry, they had to be very slim and very petite. And now with lingerie, they're opening it up to where women are free to express themselves in all different shapes and sizes. I watched that last Rihanna, um, her um, Yes, and I loved yeah. it. I love the, the part where they had the the ladies that was dancing like the heavy figure ladies and they mm-hmm. was killing it and it was just like I love it because it's embracing and it's breaking those cycles of people thinking to in order to look good you have to be somebody who's you know bulimic or somebody who's anorexic because a lot of them people they're not living a happy life trying to maintain this figure Oh, so and, uh, so I love, I love it. Like, and that's that's the modern day of what she was doing there. Like, like you guys said, and you agreed that the nudity part, people wouldn't get. The minds today is too immature. People wouldn't get that concept. But things like these lingerie lines that's promoting heavyset women to wear lingerie, to embrace their bodies, and to know that they could be models too. Their bodies can be advertised and still look good too. Because not... Just because slim, slender women is what's advertised on a regular basis, that doesn't mean that's all that people are attracted to. That's just like also, a portion of what showed to us. Also, um, let's take this back. Back in the day, the people who was leading these companies, the, the bra companies, the underwear, the shoe company was men. Now, really? because Rihanna, I think so. And now, and you know. Yeah, he, they were. Now, because we have people like Rihanna, who is a woman, and who have plus-size women friends and understand the needs that that they need to find bras and underwears and stuff like that, look good, feel good, and, you know, 
look sexy because guess what? Plus size women get married. Plus size women want to please their husband and blah, 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 or themselves or whoever they want to do. I don't know. It's great that we have that kind of figure, that superstar to say, hey, I'm going to sell a light on this. Even though there'll be all, there was already people doing that, but just to have that superstar say, this is what I'm doing. And then every single person <laughs> is doing it. Even um, Victoria's Secret, they, they, they starting to open up. They took a not a lot of people are buying their things. Yeah, not a lot of people are buying their things. Yeah, because people used to think, like, honestly, people used to think that was the only place to go when it came to lingerie. Like, mm-hmm. unless it was like what it was, Wayne Bryan or something like that. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, for big girls, you go, you go here, you know, but for skinny women, you go here. And everybody wanted the cute stuff that was advertised through Victoria's Secret, because that was the most popular thing. But it's like I am seeing more and more lingerie sites like that's being posted and that's showing, especially on these social media platforms. So I'm loving that, the embracing of all sizes, shapes, and figures, because everybody comes in different figures. And that's why I think now it's not more so I don't within the women's rights. I don't we probably I haven't, for me personally, I haven't been then to a disclaimer that I haven't been doing a ton of research on, you know, in-depth like the theories of stuff like that of women's rights mm-hmm. and what feminists are working on. But I definitely think nowadays is breaking these is breaking these um, patterns of people feeling like light skins versus dark skinned women. You have dark skinned women being embraced a little bit more on top of, you know, heavy set women versus slender women. So it's all of those. And then like how we wear our hair, embracing the natural appearances and the natural hairdos versus always needing a weave or perming your hair. So I love the way society is treating some women yeah. are able to express themselves a little bit more. Although it's still it's still like very and and I feel like go back to back in the day. I feel like it's go back in the day. Who was in charge of setting the standard? I mean, most likely because it's all guys that's in like you know these high figures and stuff like that who's in leadership roles. So they and may have is- a woman to come in and like, oh, what's your advice on this? But I don't know. Back in when I was like younger and probably a child, I always look at like the husband and wife duo. And I always see in the TV like the wife would be fit, beautiful. And I would look at the guy and the guy would be like trash, not fit at all. Mind you, you are like a, a actor. You're supposed to be like um point of the thing. And I was wondering why why and then then I'm, I'm thinking right now it's usually who is in charge of these production videos men so if they look like the men in the on the tv they'll be okay for them to look like that but their wife had to look like a certain way so i feel like it's it a double back. standard definitely double standards for it's women. all and, to and what the male gaze is mm-hmm. they want to make something into the male gaze what men like they don't care what they don't care what other men look like because they're not worried about what other men look like. They're trying to, okay, if this lady looked like that, other men, I this it was something on Twitter that men do things to get the approval of other men. That's it's true because okay, I want my girl to look like this. You got to be quote unquote bad. Then, yeah, and then just so my friends can be like, oh, she fine. And that's like something they aspire to have too. So it's just like they want approval from other men instead but, of actually liking women. They just want approval for everything. Yeah, like but they, they keep cheating on her. 
with the other that's, girl that's normal. That's the thing. This is the thing that always get me. Like, why would you want your your friend to try to like and pull up your wife? People don't but, like and saying and the thing is like embarrassed. now. You know that your friend like your wife, and you know how your friend is. You know his behavior. Now you gotta be like looking. You're not gonna check your friend, but you're gonna try to check your wife. Like I don't want you to be hot with my friends. Da, 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 da. It's an ego thing. It's, it's an like, ego thing. Definitely. Why you put yourself in this position? I mean, and that's just like I was reading the book, The Vanishing Half, and when she had a darker husband, of course he was insecure because he was darker than her um, within the time frame of the book. But it was like she was. She she mentioned the parts where it was like he didn't mind him getting attention, being with her, or the fact that she got attention. He liked that because it was his wife. But if she was nice back, like thank you, I appreciate that. Just responding to where it, he just was able to feel like she was giving in, and that kind of built his jealousy. He beat her. That's why I'm like, because men want women to be broken. Men do not want women to be in charge. They want you to look good, this, this, and that. But they don't really want you to have no true opinion. They don't want you to be in a dominant position within a relationship. Mm -hmm. Guys do not want that. (laughs) It's funny what you said there because I was watching this video and she was explaining like, um, because this is her area of obsessive feminism and stuff like that. And she said she she talked to her smartest male friend, the smartest of the smartest, with degrees and this and that, with degrees and stuff like that. And she asked, like, for real, tell me the truth. Why are you, why one reason why you think you'll be against feminism? And the response was like, she might have more freedom or if I might lose more power or, or if if we allow women to have equal rights or equality, then I might lose my position because they she might be smarter. Someone has to lose something. So that's why they do not want, like, you know, to have equal rights, women to have equal rights. I mean, I don't think all men are like that because I definitely think there are some men who feel like, oh, that's my girl. You know, we winning together. I'm not, I'm not saying, but that's one of the, that's the reason yeah. why. A lot of guys who have insecurities, and that's their mm-hmm. their issues. With those who, who face their own insecurities, they don't want a woman who's put together because then it's like they look back at their friends' lives and be like, well, they here, they this, they that, and they got all this to offer. So, you know, if you got all this together, then I look like the loser, the duck in the situation or equation. And that's why you have men that kill women, that's very abusive because it's a, it's a, like, a power for control. It's a power to like to feel like you're somebody, to feel relevant and important. People don't know how to like climb that ladder together. They don't know how to be like we gonna both win sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, and like I said before, it's not everybody. It's just like some people and a good majority of guys, because a lot of guys, especially with social media being so prevalent pro- and relevant within our lives and present mm-hmm. in our lives and whatnot like social media people can see like what everybody else got i mean too busy comparing themselves to the next person life and, but, and is, like i feel like with guys they're ready to work with like outside themselves then within the stuff inside of themselves like why am i feeling this way why can't i communicate my thoughts and so, so and I think it's the same way for women, but I think it's a, a more major problem with men. 
Yeah. Like, I know people be like, oh, I got to buy these little little slides. That's $200. You know, other people got them. I ain't stressing about that shit. You got men, like, buying $800 shoes. You know, even... I was talking to somebody the other day. Like, you got girls out here. I mean, you got some girls that, that feel... I don't know if it's the same. I guess it's off of the different classes of women, honestly, and their mm-hmm. expectation. Because you got some women that feel like you should be able to spend eight hundred dollars on her first date. Ooh. So, eight hundred dollars. I mean, if you want to be fancy around like hundred to two hundred, if that's what you want to do, fancy wise. But eight hundred, hold on, that's close to a rent. No, seriously, people. People are now to the point where they are uploading their receipts just to show people this is what they're spending. And I get everybody want to be on that rich life quality, but sometimes you got to understand, like, that doesn't just define or segregate, like, the haves and have-nots. That's just, like, the different class, economically, socially, economically. If you are not there, you are not there. Don't try to beat somebody you're not. And, I mean, and that goes into women nowadays, too, like, so many women are now getting all these surgeries, the BBLs, like, you know, tummy tucks and gastric bypass and stuff like that. People are doing all of this to their body to obtain this image just so they could be marketable. Like, honestly, it's a marketing strategy. Like, mm-hmm. you're not doing it for you. You're not doing it for your health. It's a marketing strategy because you want to be able to elevate yourself up. And you want to be able to give off this appearance when somebody see you from glance, like, oh, okay, she's she's the beauty myth. Like, she's everything a woman's supposed to be on the outside. But deep down in the inside, you know, it still messes people's head up. Like, because then when you realize that's why, the only reason why people want you, well, why are you confused? Isn't this what you wanted? I guess if you want people to like you more, invest in more of, like, um, your inner self. Be more funny. Start start going to an improv class or a, a comic. What's it called? A stand up class or something. So you can be more funny and more able to talk to people. Go on a like a Toastmasters to be able to talk to people. Like there's so many ways. Work it within yourself, and I bet you the people will gravitate. Especially people who need people, people who like you know who um who can't be by themselves. If you have that kind of like personality, they will gravitate you. The thing is. You gotta know are they toxic or not. That's what I have to say. And um, as well as there's some moments where I'll be like buying things and fixing it up. Like if I want like a new table or like if I need like my car to be fixed, I will go out and like buy the table and like fix it up myself instead of like asking my dad or my brother to do it. Because I'm like, it's instruction. I just need to get the tools and you know. And I could build it without, you know, bothering them. And then sometimes, I mean, my neighbor came when I was fixing up a table. And he was so surprised that I was doing that. Like, oh, oh, my goodness. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And he, he seemed kind of, like, proud. Like, oh, I didn't know you could do this. Like, <laughs> just a table. I mean, true. I change. Well, I don't change oil, but... I check my oil myself and I put it in there and the freeze. If anything going low, I check mm-hmm. it myself and make sure everything good. So, I mean, a lot of guys be like, oh, you want me to do mm, sweetie? I know it's just, it's just pulling a little stick out and making sure I see where it's at. So I know what I need to purchase. 
Um, but other than that, I'm good. Now, I ain't gonna lie. Talk about fixing and changing a radiator. It looks very simple. It looks simple. But um, because I'm not one of those people that's into technology and rebuilding, you know, you know, taking things apart, dissecting mm-hmm. and rebuilding, I, that's not me. So because that's not me, that's not my area of expertise, I don't want to F nothing up. Like, I don't want to fuck nothing up at all. So I want to be cautious for my sake because mm-hmm. I don't want to mess up with my car because I already don't know too much about cars. But no, it is definitely true because even... When a woman goes to a car dealer, you're most likely, or go anywhere talking about a car, they already expect you not to know about a car. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna give you, they're gonna give you prices. Like I remember I went and got my radio, my um, radiator changed in my car. I got my radiator changed, spark plug changed, and and I changed the vent. And then I, I did those things. I had someone like a mechanic on the side do those. Then I went to the dealership so they could change my oil, do an oil change and stuff like that. And all of a sudden these people gave me a paper talking about, oh, you um you probably need the spark plugs change and this is that. And I'm looking at them like, so did you test this and you see that this is something I need? Because I literally just got this change yesterday. Mm-hmm. So what are you like, how are you telling me I need to spend? And then like the price that they were trying to tell it to me for was way more than what I paid for myself from, you know, my little side mechanic. But it was like, oh, we were just saying based off of how long you had the vehicle and this is that, this is most, this most likely needs to be changed. Okay, but where's the validity in this? Like, is this accurate? Is this valid? Like, you just want me to spend unnecessary money? Yeah. Also, it's, it's, you gotta be on top of your car mechanic because they will lie to you because to me i go to several car mechanic car mechanic out of shop to like understand like okay what do i, what I need to be fixed okay and then like some of them be different i'm like so so you think the radios don't need to be fixed like no but the other car um auto shops say i need to so i'm gonna do a third one and the third one just reform like yeah you don't need your radio to be fixed your radio to be radio radio to be fixed I'm like, huh, someone's lying. <laughs> yeah, it's always like that. And it's really crazy. Because I got that bill and I was like, mm-mm. And then I went and what I did, I'm, I'm used to going to the car dealership just so they can give me a point change. And I was like, so um, did you do a point change? Did you like make sure I needed an alignment? You did all that other stuff? Everything good? Oh, we didn't do that. Well, why you didn't? I know. And then part of the package? <laughs> yeah, like... Any other time I come up here, this along with the package or anywhere else I go, like, why are you playing with me? Mm-hmm. That's true. Any, oh, we didn't come up with a quote, you guys. It's okay to be a feminist. That is the quote. It's okay. No, Even if people give you dirty is, looks. Our go quote ahead. is who knows what women can be when they are. They are finally free to be themselves by Betty Friedan. Yeah, Betty Feminist. Um, she was an American um, feminist writer and activist. Um, she led uh, several movements and she wrote a book, wrote the book, The Feminine um, Mystique in 1963. She was born in February 4th, 1921 and died in February, geez, February 4th, 2006. 
There you go, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is B. Bye, y'all. This is Natasha. Thanks, y'all. This your girl, Lady C. Have a lovely evening. Good night. Good afternoon.